We talk a lot about our minds here on this show. We talk about when our brains are tricking us into believing we're not good enough or we're a loser or to something or the other. What we haven't really talked about yet is our brain's connection to our body. We haven't really talked about our bodies at all on this show. And it's a weird topic. Why is it weird? Because realistically, maybe situations and our feelings and shit in our mind can be like kind of subjective, right? Like maybe in the situation you did feel like a loser and you know that shit can go up and down and one day you're feeling shitty and you got dumped and you failed an exam or, you know, like whatever. Your mind is saying, I feel less than, I feel bad about like XYZ bad event that happened. And that event might not be as bad as you think or whatever. Your mind is basically telling your mind how it feels, which is kind of meta. But like, do you know what I mean? And the weird thing about bodies and feeling like that dysphoric, confusing connection to your body is that bodies are kind of like just bodies. Like they're not really subjective. Like your body just is. And like, sure, maybe like on one day you might feel a little bloated But in general, there's a concreteness to our bodies. Like there is a number on a scale. Your hair is a certain, you know, length or amount of inches long. Your lips are a certain width and like whatever. Your body like just looks how it does. There should be very little subjectiveness to that, right? And there's kind of the problem that we have with this topic. When our brains make our bodies subjective, we fucking go through it. Welcome back to Depressed Girl's Guide to Life, your average mental health podcast by an average girl on this journey with you. I'm going to struggle and you're going to struggle, but that's part of it. And I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. And okay, I am so excited for today's episode because I don't think I realized how deep I'd get into this and how much I'd want to say about this topic, like researching and also thinking about my own memories and experiences with this, I don't think I realized how big of a deal this was. And it's sort of like I had a little bit of a breakthrough where I was just like, I feel like my mind is constantly tricking me. And that's not to like give you trust issues, although it just like gave me some trust issues just like for a second there. But it's more of like, I don't think I realize how subjective, like how how powerful my mind is really. Like whatever I think in my brain is what's going to shape my life. And like, not to like have a spoiler for this episode, but it's like, if I tell myself I am beautiful every day, my mind is going to feel that way. And I think, again, it's just like about sort of like what your mind is telling you and what you're telling your mind. And that's what I kind of love about this topic and love about this episode. I'm just going to like actually get into it and stop rambling about it because it's good. It's such a good topic. So yeah, on that side note, here's another side note. My brain can make me literally believe fucking anything. I realize that's kind of weirdly like the purpose of this podcast is just like, what can you make your brain believe and what can your brain make you believe, which is kind of what I just said before, but like whatever. Like I just think it's so fascinating. It has to be said twice, more than twice. Like I feel like that's just like almost what I've been realizing as I like record these like I don't think I realize how strong of a connection there is I don't think I really realized that before that okay anyway I digress let's talk about the actual topic so I want to disclaim that body dysmorphia is a real disorder that people do get diagnosed with like in its entirety 
people have eating disorders and generally can also have like shitty relationships with food. I know I've definitely had that and, you know, like maybe still do in some ways have certain relationships with food and my body that, um, you know, I've never really been formally diagnosed with, but, you know, like I, I still suffer from symptoms of this. So yes, while body dysmorphia is very much a scientific diagnosable thing and it's in the DSM-5 and whatnot, um, you know, I feel like people also get afflicted with certain comorbidities of illnesses that maybe present not as the full-blown disorder, but still like show as very, you know, they're still very difficult to live with. And especially when you're depressed, I think it's really easy to suffer from these things and have issues with them and have really complicated relationships with like a lot of things in your life and like food in your body being one of them. And I'm saying this because I have, you know, like multiple little things I deal with, like that I may deal with in a more toned down way because of, you know, like my depression where I think I just, I feel like I do certain things that are not, again, the full disorder. Like I have, um, you know, moments of having mania or I have moments of being obsessive compulsive um, and they just like happen to go along with my depression. But like, I don't have OCD. I'm not diagnosed with OCD. I just have facets of my life that tend towards that way. And they're much more manageable than someone with OCD. But I do, again, with just my own journey in mental health, I realize I just there are certain things that I have that are expressed that way. So I just want to say that um, before anything else, because this is like, again, Depressed Girl's Guide to Life. And I'm talking about living with depression and living with depression can mean living with like all this other shit too. Um, but that doesn't mean like you have the other shit or I'm diagnosing with you with the other shit or I'm diagnosing myself with the other shit. So hopefully that kind of makes sense. Anyway, so here's my first story on this. When I was younger, I used to be pretty okay with my body. Like I, I, I liked my body, honestly, like I'll be as bold as to say that, you know, I was kind of like skinny-ish, my metabolism and all was like really fast. So before college, I thought my body looked fine for the most part. I never really like thought about my body that much, if that makes sense. Um, and in college I ended up gaining weight because of like food and alcohol and going out and just like becoming an adult. I feel like that's very normal and very common. People talk about the freshman 15 and also like your mom isn't cooking your meals for you anymore. If you want to eat an entire large pizza on the floor with your best friend at 1am, then that's your prerogative and you make your own decisions and choices. And that is a decision and choice I made (laughs) in my life. So I did shit like that and life was good, but like, yeah, I gained some weight. And, you know, I still liked my body post weight gain. And I was like, oh, you know, like I have hips and I have an ass and, you know, like stuff. And I looked like good. I looked like and I looked like an adult. And what someone once told me about like my weight gain, this was like after like this was later on in my life when I like decided I wasn't good with my body was she was like, this is like my adult body now. And like, you know, like you're never going to look the way you did when you were 15 like, this is my adult body. And I like, and I love this as my adult body. And I think having that delineation is kind of good because it's like, yeah, I'm never going to be like a post puberty or like mid puberty looking person ever again. That's just not ever going to happen. So anyway, whatever. So as my life went on, I got more friends and I was friends with more like 
large groups of women, which was so fun. I had never really had that before. So it was exciting to be sort of like a part of these friend groups. And I was really grateful and I wanted to stay in the group. So what do you do when you want to stay in a group and like have them accept you? You conform to all of their standards, right? So I conformed. I conformed hardcore. I really like, I just obviously wanted to like become someone who they liked and wanted to stay friends with. So like I said, I never hated or felt anything that negative about my body before. And, you know, like I wasn't, I was, I had a, you know, like I had a pretty decent like upbringing where I wasn't really like super exposed to like the magazines and all of that stuff being like, you need to like hate yourself and like, look at how skinny these people are. And if you're not like a bag of bones, you're like ugly as shit. You know, like I didn't really see a lot of that media. So maybe that's part of why. Um, so yeah, but these girls, these girls that I was newly hanging out with, constantly talked like smack about their bodies and they were like hot girls also they were like gorgeous they had hot bodies and were amazing and even if they like like whatever they they were just like hot you know and they they like sort of like all of that info was like going into my head and I was like they're hot and they don't like their bodies, you know? And a new standard was sort of set. And I was like, if they hate their bodies, then like buy the whatever property in math or whatever, like I should hate my body. And again, it was like literally all we talked about. It was all like, I can't eat a mozzarella stick because my, my, you know, my thighs are like too big and, you know, vodka sodas are like the lowest calorie drinks. So like drink those instead. And like, by the way, to this day, I still only drink vodka sodas. That's still how deep into my subconscious all of this got where I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's empty calories. I can't, you know, I can't like have anything that's not a vodka soda. And I like, it got like deep into my subconscious, which is fucking crazy. Like it's still, she's still in there somewhere. And I realized being surrounded by this kind of talk, whether I participated in it or like I didn't. And obviously like I did because I just talked about conformity and how I like do all the shit that other people do to make them like me. It's like I be- I began like literally hating my body because I was engaging in like the talk with them. And I was like, yeah, like my thighs are so big. Like I don't have like, you know, abs and that means I'm disgusting and like blah, 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 blah. Like, oh my God, I'm just being reminded now. Like remember that scene in Mean Girls where they're like all looking at themselves in front of a mirror and pointing out the shit that they don't like. And then like that girl, whatever, she's like, I think my breath is really gross in the morning or whatever. It was literally, it's like that. I feel like, That movie obviously isn't, like, fully truthful about, like, what it's like to be a woman all the time. But, like, in some ways, like, in a very stereotyped way, it's like, yeah, like, the negative self-body talk is weirdly, like, so normalized in female friend groups. And it's horrible because, like, again, someone like me who kind of, like, didn't grow up learning to hate her body, like, started to learn to hate her body in her, like, early 20s, which sucks. Um... And I'm still learning, like, to stop the cycle of thinking that's been implanted into my brain. And also not, like, perpetuate it with other friends of mine. Because once you start, it's honestly kind of hard to stop. Like, even like I said, like, I still do vodka sodas only because even though they taste like shit, like, they're horrible. You could drink any other drink, it would taste better. But, like, I literally, like, that, like, it's like a weird reflex where that's something I did and thought for so long that it's like, I'll go to bar and someone will be like, what do you want? And I could say like, 
the fruitiest, sugariest drink on the menu. But I'm like, vodka soda, definitely vodka soda. Um, so it's just like, I'm still learning all this shit. Cause like, I realize, I realize I don't have to hit my body kind of. Um, so yeah. Okay. Now the second story on this is kind of weird. We talk a lot about body dysmorphia, but we don't talk about like facial or other kinds of dysmorphia. And there's so many, so many types of dysmorphia. Like people have told me the weirdest shit where they're like, my toes look like baby carrots. And I'll look at their toes and I'll be like, what the fuck are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Like, people will get insecure about the most random stuff because they're, like, just so overly analytical of their own bodies, which makes sense because it's your body and you have to see it all the time. Like, I would never go up to a person and be like that. Your toes look like baby carrots. Like, definitive fact. But, like, when you're your own person, all that shit is just, like, more available for you to, like, pick out. Anyway, we don't talk about all that shit. We don't talk about other types of dysmorphia which in my opinion are equally if not more prevalent like i'll say shit all the time like my hair is so frizzy and it's so gross and people are like your hair is like pin straight like what drugs are you on like like what like what are you talking about you're 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 basically just conflating and making stuff up or like not on purpose but just like again in your head it looks totally different than to what like i see a strand out of place and i'm like my hair is frizzy so yeah, there's way more to this even than I can like fully break down. Um, so I had a facial dysmorphia episode once. Um, I've had like a bunch, but like this is the one I'm going to talk about. And I was in a sorority when this happened. And that's just like a breeding ground for this kind of shit. And everyone was like doing that clean girl, like Hailey Bieber, like cute, high bun look. And everyone was just like sexy naturally and like didn't have to wear makeup. And I was never that kind of girl. I always really liked makeup, honestly, more so for like artistic and fun aspects. Um, So, you know, like I would wear concealer and I would wear like eyeliner and I really loved back in the day. I thought it was like a signature thing. I don't even remember who I got it from. I just thought like I loved like a red lip. I thought it was so cool and like bold and sexy and whatever. I remember that was like a signature thing I used to do and I just like loved it. I thought it was cool. Um, And yeah, I'm... I okay well like when you think about my surroundings I was around so many naturally like hot clean girl makeup and like dewy and I woke up like this and I remember one day this was so crazy I just looked in the mirror and I remember my first thought I looked in the mirror like having done all my makeup and whatever and I just looked in the mirror I was like I look crazy I was like I look like a crazy person like what have I been doing to my face like why has nobody told me I look insane with this makeup on and that I look like really dumb. So I go to therapy and I start like crying and I'm like, why did no one tell me I look like a clown? Like I look so stupid, like this dumb red lip, like I hate it. And I was like, why didn't anyone tell me I was walking around looking so like bad and crazy? And she was like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, my makeup, it looks so stupid and crazy and awful. And she was like, no, it doesn't. And honestly, at this point, like, I think when I say red lip, like, I, you, I, you're probably imagining like a bolt, like a super, like, it wasn't even that. It was like more like a tinted chapstick, <laughs> but it was red. I mean, it was like a red, like gloss or a tinted chapstick, whatever. Like, it didn't. It wasn't. Even if it was bolder, like, I think I just in my head I thought it was like so bright and so crazy looking. 
And she was like, you look good. You look fine. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I also love how I think like my therapist would tell me the truth and be like, yeah, you look like a clown. You look horrible. <laughs> anyway, whatever. I chose to believe her. And she was like, you look good. Like, you look completely fine. And then when she said that, like, the illusion sort of, like, shattered a bit for me. And, like, you know, I, like, it took time. Again, like, I didn't immediately go back to normal. But it was just, like, I was just, it was, I was around something different. And in my head, I was programmed to think that my look was so crazy and out of the norm. And, like, again, it was because of my surroundings and my environment. It wasn't even, like, reality. It was because I was around something where technically that was out of the norm. And so I thought what I was doing was... I talked about it in the last thing where I was, like, I conformed with those girls because, like, agreeing with them made them like me. Like, conformity is such a big thing in this where you're like, I just want to look like everyone else. I just want to be like everyone else. And I basically realized also, like... So much of this was just like, it was my surroundings and my environment, which was so crazy because you can just think about like how much our environment shapes us as a people. And I'm also like, I'm just highly suggestible. Like if someone tells me like something like could literally be any, if someone was like, the sky is green today, I would be like, wait, seriously? <laughs> that makes me sound really dumb. But I feel like if enough people tell me that, I'd be like, well, maybe it is, you know? Like it's one of those things, like they did the psychological experiment where like you get into an elevator and everybody's staring at the back of the elevator or like facing the back and you're you naturally instinctively do it because you want to conform to everybody else and you start to question your own judgment and that's where shit gets weird and scary with body dysmorphia and facial dysmorphia and all kinds of dysmorphia and i just want to say this topic is genuinely so important especially now like there's all these crazy filters on tiktok and instagram and they make you hate yourself for no reason like you put on a filter i know people who put on a filter all the time and think that they look like that because they put on the filter and they're like yeah i kind of look like that whatever then they go to look at themselves in the mirror and that's when they get depressed because they're like oh i don't actually look like that and it's like no you are like conditioning your brain to think that you look like that and you don't actually and that's not good for us and we're making it so much worse for ourselves there's all this like fat buccal removal and that weird like the diabetes drug the ozempic or whatever like it's all like, like, it's just, it's so bad. I just like, we had bad body dysmorphia shit like in the early 2000s and it's like, it's just leveling up like year after year. And like in the face of all of this, the most rebellious thing we can do is just to like love ourselves. Like it takes work, it takes energy and it takes effort. But like everything in this world is trying to make us hate ourselves and like, we just have to like, you know, like flip the middle finger and say like, fuck you. Like, I like my red lip. I like you, my body. Like, I think I'm hot and I know I'm beautiful and like, fuck the rest of it. And that's basically it. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say about this episode other than the fact that our brains are going to try to tell us stuff. And sometimes we just have to like say no and put our foot down. I've started to get like good at that because I'm in the midst of like a lot of stuff where like I'm questioning my self-worth I'm graduating from school I'm looking for jobs and whatever and a little voice in my head will often be like oh well you're not gonna get that job or like you're not you're not good enough for this or you're not good enough for that and whenever that voice comes up I'm like no I'm like very firm I'm like no get no you're not welcome here stop it and I reroute it and I completely just redirect that 
whole thing. And I'm like, I can do this. I know I can do this. I am great. I know what I'm capable of and I can do this. And that is related to this because I feel like it's just the same thing with our bodies and how we think about our bodies. I think it's really easy to go to a place of like, I look bad today, or I hate this particular aspect of my whatever. I don't even know. Like, I hate the way like my chest looks or I hate the way, you know, like what whatever it might be, like just all this random stuff. I've noticed too, like my friends will complain to me about their bodies and they'll be like, I have cankles and I have this and I have that. And I'm like, nowhere in this world would I describe you as having cankles, which is exactly what I mean. We, the baby toe thing, the baby carrot toe thing, you see yourself in such a different way than the rest of the world sees yourself. So you need to start seeing yourself in the way that the world sees yourself, which is as like an attractive, amazing, confident, like incredible person. And like that takes work and that takes repivoting of the brain. And that's basically what I'm trying to say with that is you got to start like, you start got to start being like, I think the, the red lip looks amazing. I look like who used to wear red lip? I don't know. Marilyn Monroe, whoever, whoever used to like do that, like whatever your little like look is, just be like, I am so confident in this thing. Like I look so good. I am so hot. I am so amazing. Um, because again, it's, I mean, I, I, I used to think all of that empty, you know, I thought it was like empty words kind of where it's like, if you give yourself affirmations, you'll feel better. And I'm like, that's such bullshit. But it's this weird thing where like, if you truly say certain things enough, your brain will start to be like, oh, okay, yeah. But then, you know, like there are the negative thoughts that still creep in. And just because they creep in doesn't mean you're not on the path to still fixing yourself and healing yourself. You, it just, it's on your, it's your responsibility to stop those thoughts kind of short and be like, we're not doing this today. I like myself. So you can go you're dismissed. That's what I say to, to the nasty thoughts that come into my head every so often. So yeah, those, that's basically, I feel like those are like my, my, my big thoughts on, on like body stuff and body dysmorphia. I want to do, I mean, I want to do more episodes on, on like body stuff. This one just happened to be like very in my head because I've noticed like my friends, like I just, it's just the people you're around. I've noticed my friends complain about their body so much. And I'm like, my friends are like the most beautiful people. And I'm like, how could you ever complain about your body? You're like, not even just like beautiful physically, but like you have like the most, like you are just beautiful inside and out. And so like when they complain about their bodies, I'm just like at a loss. And that's where I'm like, do a body dysmorphia? <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I just had to make this episode because of the amount I've been hearing about my friends complain about themselves when I'm literally like, you don't realize, like, I think you look so good. Other people, like other people think you look so good. And like, you just have to like really accept the fact that you look good, even though whatever other internal stuff inside of you has told you that you don't, or that you shouldn't think you look good. Um, you have to like kind of fight against that, against that again, like be a rebel middle finger. I look good. Even if the rest of, you know, not even the world, but like my inner thoughts want to tell me that I look like shit today. And that is basically all. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I really did have so much fun making this episode and by fun, I just mean like, I just like got really deep into it. Um, because I feel like there's so much like info on this, um, within my own life. And also just like, I feel like it's a very relevant topic and I just like hope 
this has helped anybody to like take what you want from this take what you want and leave the rest that's always kind of the, the motto so whatever is relevant um i hope you take from it and pass it along to your friends pass along to your pals who may not be feeling their bodies or who don't feel great about themselves often um you know it's like a hard conversation to have um but i think you know like it's important especially for us like folks who struggle with like maybe depression or like other mental health stuff like we get into spirals of you know not liking ourselves and you know so send this to a pal who who may like need to hear this um and you know you can check out my instagram and my tiktok and all of that and we'll see you in the next one